You're listening to the Rack and Round Table podcast, episode number 74. I'm your host, David Oria, and I'm here with my co-host, Chris Agana. And today we continue the conversation on change and decision making. Um, we were inspired by our previous guests, um, Kuya Mikey, aka Michael Domini. And Michael um, Domini. just actually, <laughs> David and I go through some examples of our life where we had to either make a very quick decision that could change our lives or, you know, a, a decision that we had some time to make that also impact our lives and how we kind of deal with the whole situation. What do you think, David? Yeah, man. We talked a lot about just like how our mindsets around change have grown from mm-hmm. like back in the day and, and up until now, right? And how we, how that, in what ways it's it's changed, right? And in what what ways it's um helped us also evaluate the decisions that we're about to make. So it's a really good one. So, man, actually, these past couple episodes have been really, really thought provoking, at least for for me. You know, like talking about um change talking about um and you you and i were talking just like a minute ago about what's like our our approach to that you know and i think like change happens in very very different ways like different points in our life um you know you were kind of comparing and contrasting like things that need to be decided on pretty quickly and things that maybe take a little bit of time like kind of what was your thought process behind um like that topic itself yeah, um, you know, I wanted to, us to record an episode on change, and I'll be very transparent here. David and I had a different episode on change <laughs> when he was visiting. I gotta let them know because some of our friends are there, and they're Dude, probably that was we haven't so posted. good, bro. I know. <laughs> so yeah, we recorded an episode when David visited, and we recorded it in our living room, <laughs> and I messed up by not checking audios to make sure yeah. that David's mic was picking up, and then when I was editing the video. Uh, I was like, there's no sound. <laughs> so it this happens, is us. man. It happens. <laughs> yeah, man. We guess you gotta learn from our mistakes. See? You learn right. from our mistakes right. and move on. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking about having an episode on change, but I was thinking, man, change is such a broad topic because there's so many different aspects of change where it's like um when you know a change is gonna come, how you prepare. Sometimes you have this life event that you're forced to make a change. Sometimes mm, yeah. there's an opportunity that comes or options that appear where you can make a decision on which change you want to make in your life. Um and then I started thinking about just narrowing it down to um just our thought process and emotions that we felt when it came to changes that we had the um the choice to make as it were there's a decision that was to be made um, in a short amount of time how we made that decision. And also when um, an example of when we had a decision to make and a change in our life where we had more time to think about it and, mm. and how we were going to make that decision. Um, and I know that David has a lot of different examples in his life. <laughs> so he's going to have to pick just two things. My life is a constant like flux of just random things just changing. <laughs> oh, That's man. a good thing. It's a good yeah. thing. It's good changes. Um, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I mean, so... I guess um, kind of like my my thought process around that, or actually let's start with like just like the emotions, right? I think before, and again, this things like these things, these things change, these things evolve, um, and your you maybe your approach evolves, or maybe your um, even just like the way that you respond to um, to changes evolves, and I think that's how it has been for me, you know, especially for someone that's um, <laughs> I feel like con- my life is constantly like moving and and um you know just ebbing and flowing that it's almost um it's just like part of it now you know it's just it's just part of it and so before i think my approach was or my, the emotions behind that was 
a lot of like fear, a lot of, um, you know, I was nervous, uh, you know, and I still feel that, but not to the point where it's like debilitating. Cause I think before when, when, um, especially like w- when I was younger and things were changing, like, for example, I moved like across the country to go to, to go to school. And so that was a huge change. And what's crazy is that, dude, I didn't even, um, I went to school in LA and I moved from Chicago and I never even stepped foot on the campus until the first day of orientation. Whoa. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So you guys never visited before? Like never this, even visited oh, wow. before. What's crazy. I visited the, like all these schools on the East coast and then it ended up going to school on the West coast. Um, yeah. got accepted. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, let's do it. And then stepped onto campus for the first time during orientation and it was like like so that kind of stuff the the build up to that was a lot of nerves a lot of just like unknown right and a lot of fear maybe because of the unknown um but now i think just the way that i kind of what i feel is i still feel that like you know kind of like nervous about the unknown um uh yeah just sometimes sometimes there's fear it depends on what it is but um now it's like i kind of it's kind of, I kind of like welcome it almost. It's like, oh, this is, this is going to be like a, this is going to be cool. Right. And I think a lot of it is perspective. Um, you know, the change is good. Uh, I used to always think like, man, change is not bad, but change is hard. You know, I used to mm. think change, change is hard. That's why, um, you know, that's why I, people associate that with bad. Um, and I was like that. Uh, but now it's like, no, change is not, not hard. Change is like, change is easy. You know, it just depends on how you look at it. Depends on how you approach it. And so, instead of it being like that fearful, debilitating, um, you know, way of feeling for me, um, now it's like it's cool. It's like, all right, like, what's this? Um, like, what what am I gonna find here? You know, like, what am I gonna discover? Who am I gonna discover? Right, like about me, um, and uh, who do I get? To, what do I get to explore and stuff? And so, uh, again, it's kind of grown in that way. So I think even with like when talking about short term or short uh, decisions, short um, bursts of change versus like change over like a long period of time, I still think about it the same way. Um, I approach it the same way. And I think maybe that's just because of like the way that I've been kind of exposed to change, um, you know, for, for a while now, but like, what about for you? Are your approaches kind of different or your approaches the same? And do you feel the same also? Like when you, when you kind of experience that? Yeah, I think, um, you know, with age, you, you know, you face more change in life and you face more decisions you have to make. And I think you exactly what you said, as far as you recognize the fear, but I think we kind of transform the energy into like understanding it's just the challenges that are making us fearful, you know, the the challenges that are going to be down the road. Um, And I think the more that you are in situations for change, the more that you kind of put yourself in situations to make decisions like that too, is when you get used to it. It's like getting reps in, right? It's like, you know, like I didn't die this last change or like my whole life wasn't shattered from this one change. (laughs) So like, I think I can handle this next one, but it's still a a challenge nonetheless. You know what I mean? I think it's just a a matter of how you handle it. Um, I think a question about this example, when you went to UCLA, that was um, how much time did you have to make that decision? So, uh, man, back when coffee, like that was such a long time ago, college apps, <laughs> <laughs> we, I submitted in, um, I submitted in November or something like that. End of the year, end of my senior year. And then I think acceptances happen like at the beginning of C or at the beginning of like the new year. So like middle of senior year. So I think it may be like November, December was like application. Then acceptance was like, january february or something like that mm. and then um 
and then I moved in or we moved in July. So February to July, maybe uh, that's kind of like the the preparation stages. Um, but even at that point, man, like I, it, it was high school. Right. So mm-hmm. I like I was busy with doing like other other things. And I was just like, I don't even think I really knew what was like about to happen until maybe like May, June, July. Like it's like, oh, wait, like, oh, yeah, we're all like graduating. And then it's like, oh, wait, like now we're packing up our house. Oh, wait, like mm-hmm. the move, the moving truck is here. We're putting all these things into this truck that's going to take all of our stuff to California. And it's like, oh, wait, oh, your family moved at the same time. Sorry. Um, family moved too? So my family had um, their they were moving to um, San Diego at that time mm-hmm. um, because I'd gotten in and we were all already like preparing. But like my uh, like my dad stayed back home. That was another another thing. Right. Like mm-hmm. being um, just with um, my, or my dad being still in Chicago and like the rest of our family being in California, you know. And so we were like packing up our house and like putting things into the truck, into the moving, moving truck trailer. And then um we had like these like goodbye parties and stuff. It was like, then, then it started to just like kind of culminate. And I was like, what is going on? So that even that in that long period of time, it didn't really, it wasn't like I had more time to adjust, even though I did. I think it was just like, it all kind of like happened like all of a sudden, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy to even think about that. It Was that a part? I mean, let's say you didn't pick UCLA Mm -hmm. with your family. Was it, are they still planning to move to California or? Dude, I think I think about that all the time, man. And, oh, and, wow. and and I think that if if we didn't um if I didn't get into school in California or if I didn't end up choosing to go there, um they probably would have stayed in Chicago. Um hmm. yeah, if I went to school out east, um probably would have stayed in Chicago. Um that would have like drastically like changed the outcome of of where we are today, I think. Yeah. Um, but that was part of their plan. You know, that was something that they'd always talked about. And then just like, oh my gosh, like this kind of like lines up. Um, it's all like, it's all happening, right? It makes sense that they do that. And then that was like, actually at the, like towards the, um, like 2008, 2009, the housing crash. Right. So then they were mm-hmm. like, oh, we can, this is like the perfect time. Right. So mm-hmm. it all kind of like made, made a lot of sense at that time. So, but yeah. So let's, I mean, like, I feel like there's a lot of decisions that <laughs> not just using, okay, it's UCLA, you know? So yeah. can we talk about a little bit, break down um, the decision-making and, and knowing mm-hmm. that there was going to be change and like what factors you took into play, I guess you guys, or, or what, what'd you guys do? How'd you guys make the decision? Well, yeah. first with you. Yeah. Yeah. That was, um, dude, that, I don't even, I don't even know. It was so as far as like approaching this from like the, the perspective of like understanding that there's going to be a huge change a huge mm-hmm, shift mm-hmm. in my, in my life, dude, I feel like I was even just too naive to understand that, you know? Mm. And, and, and not, not that that's a bad thing. Um, It was like, I, I didn't even really understand that to the point where I could like, um, where I could feel like really, really nervous, like that whole time. I started feeling nervous when I like finally felt it happening. Right. That was when I was like, Oh man, like this is, um, this is actually happening. You know, then you get that all those butterflies in your stomach. But, but before then, when I was like making that decision, I felt like it was like, Oh, like I'm just choosing like the best school for me. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay. Yeah. Like this is like part of the process. It was like that, that naivety almost was like, it was like a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's kind of where, I, where I mean, like it's evolved, right? Because like now these decisions that we make as, as like older adults, um, it's like, they're almost like planned, 
they're like mm-hmm. thought they're thought about a lot more and, and there's like a be- there's like a bigger like decision making process that happens now for me at least right mm-hmm. before it was just like all right what's the best one that i can i can go to right where um it makes the most sense like the nicest weather or whatever it is you know that you're deciding on um but now we there's so many more factors that i think we have to like include when approaching like a big decision um you know in life like did you kind of like you, you, you've moved around a lot too, right. In your, in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't know, like, but were you part of those decisions as well? Or like, what was that kind of like growing up? And then now how do you, how do you kind of like juxtapose that with like the decisions about change that you make now as like a married man, right. Um, about mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Um, so with me moving, moving around as, as a Navy kid, um, we didn't have much of a say. It was more of my, yeah. you know, my dad was given the options and then he'd make the right decision for our family. Um, but I would say like, if, if I were thinking back in like 18 years old, I, and, and decision-making now and, um, adjusting to change, I think it's where you've gone through this process enough and you, you know, you know yourself yeah. a little bit more, um, that you're starting to think steps way ahead. Right. So when you were at yeah. thinking about school, it was like, okay, this is the best school. Cause I think this is going to help me in the future or, you know, but you're not thinking about like, well, how this is going to impact this and this and this. Whereas yeah. now you're like, <laughs> yeah. well, how's this going to look if I have kids in the future? How's this going to look if yeah. you know for my wife's career or or whatever else, you know? Um, but I guess uh, an example I could bring up when I was thinking of making like a quick decision was um, so when I finished high school and I was going through the different community colleges trying to figure out what I wanted to do, um, I was originally pursuing nursing. And then I switched over to dental hygiene because uh, I don't think I want, I can do nursing. So I'm going to try um the dental hygiene route and it had pretty much the same um requirements right prereqs not the anatomy physio micro done already i was like i was just switch to something that fits the same criteria (laughs) and the crazy thing about this program is that it it, here in san diego it's like a waitlisted program so even though Mm. if you're done with the prereqs you apply and you have to wait you have to wait like two or three years Mm. oh Um, wow yeah so in between that time i was like what do I do now while I'm waiting? Oh, I'll just go get my bachelor's and whatever. If it's the same thing, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and then eventually, you know, I got the call to the program down in San, in San Diego's um, dental hygiene program. I was like, okay, you're in, come to the orientation. I went to the orientation and um, they said, okay, well, just make sure you want to do this and fill out the paperwork you guys have until like, I think they only gave us like a week or two to let us know for sure if, wow. if we're going to come or not, right? Because it's a, it's a wait list. So if yeah. if we have already changed our mind or if there's another opportunity, they want to give it to the next person waiting in line. So within that time frame, I went home, talked to my parents about it. And they're like, have you even like shadowed anybody who does this? Do you have you even <laughs> done it? And I was just like, no, you know, I, I'm good. I think I could do this. Yeah. So she was like, here, let me set you up with my friend who it works at a dental office. And then I went to shadow a dental hygienist there. And there was a lot of blood, man. And that's the reason why I couldn't do nursing, bro, is because of the blood. And the dental hygienist was like, so why want to pursue this? And I was like, oh, because, you know, this and that. She's like, kind of like deterring me for the career. Not knocking oh. on dental hygienists out there. She's just like, it's very saturated. You know, it's like, first good. I was just like, man, I don't know if I'm good at that or if I'm like, I had to like really question myself, like, why am I doing this? Why am right. I pursuing this? Right. And to be honest with you guys, it's because, I Googled dental hygiene, a salary in California. And that's what kind of influenced my decision. You know, I wasn't yeah. getting any kind of pressure from my parents or anybody else for me to pursue this career, you know, and I'm glad that my mom pushed me and saying, make sure this is something you really want, because this school would have required me. It's like a two or three year program. 
um, I'd have to commute like almost two hours a day if I didn't want to move down there, you know? Wow. And just knowing the grind and making sure that if you really want this, that the intentions are right. You know, I'm not just doing it because it seems like they make good money or that I didn't want to, I had to make the decision if I was going to be happy with this X amount of years from now, if I'm going to make this investment. For sure. So, you know, after shadowing, really just talking to my parents about it, a lot of like just self-reflection of why I'm doing this. Um, I had called them like a couple of days later and said, Hey, I'm not going to come. So it's like, wow. I, yeah, I had to make that decision knowing that I can't wait that long. Cause <laughs> if that is going to prohibit somebody else who can get in the program, then, you know, who am I to hold that from right. anybody else. Right. But it's, I think that was where I started realizing I can make rest decisions like that, that can impact my career and the trajectory of whichever path I take without it completely sabotaging my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But I can't, but I can't, I have to acknowledge why also, because I had the comfort of still living with my parents, you know, I didn't have like a family or a mortgage to pay at the time. So financially, I didn't have too much of a constraint. It was more of like what yeah. I wanted to do with my life. Um, but I guess, yeah, just it's to make before making big decisions, you know, speaking with people that you trust, because yeah. they won't just help you in making that decision and kind of force you to self-reflect. I think that whatever decision you make, they'll be there to comfort you uh, through that like anxiety, you know, that fear, you know, whatever worst case scenarios coming in your mind, they'll like pull you from those thoughts, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as uh, any other changes for you, I mean, like, who do you, who do you turn to when it comes yeah. to, like when you have a change in your life? That's a, that's a good question. I think like, well, you know, actually to backtrack a little bit, you mentioned, um, <laughs> like you or when you were when you were talking i i had like this like flashback to like what the decision pro making process for this like huge life change back in college was and then like comparing that to like most recently right like my decision to go to pursue fellowship and mm -hmm. um so like just thinking about like who i was back then and who i am now and like my approaches to that it's just like so so different you know like and you you mentioned a couple things like um being you're you're now as we've grown and had these experiences and these reps right we've now we think so much farther ahead with our decision making process and so much far ahead as far as what is this change going to do for that vision down the road mm -hmm. and what's crazy is that like when i think about that like um in my 18 year old self like dude, that was nowhere on my like radar <laughs> man <laughs> I was nowhere on my radar. It was just like, all right, like what's what's like the coolest place I could go to? What's like the nicest spot I could go to? What's gonna like not cost like the most money? Uh, no. Like where? Like and and that was it. Like, it was just like, yeah. all right. Like, <laughs> but I gotta interrupt real quick because I think anybody around that age range age range isn't thinking that far down the line, and that's right. okay, right? That's because okay. It's, it's natural. And because I, I will admit this right now. I, the only reason why I went to UCSD is because I want to know where my girlfriend was going to school, dude. I wasn't thinking about like, ah, uh, I mean, that's just, that's how I relate to that story. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> that's amazing, dude. I like, it's just, yeah, because you're right, man. You're no one like at that time. And I mean, like, well, not no one, but like most people maybe like at that time, like are just not thinking that far ahead and, and like the impact that this decision is going to make on their life. Right. And maybe because I don't know, like some, maybe some people are, and that's awesome. And mm -hmm. if you're not like, that's awesome too. But just like understanding that, like that, 
I think that just illustrates like the evolution of our mindsets around change. Cause mm -hmm. now like there were so many things that I was like thinking about, right. Like I was thinking about like, man, like, okay. So like, where, like, what does it look like from moving a moving process? You know, like what's going to be the easiest? Um, like, is this going to change like our, our circle? Is this going to affect mm. our marriage? Is this going to affect the ways that we, the way that we raise our kids? Is this going to change the outcome that we like want in our life? And like, again, we're thinking again, the outcome 10, 20 years down the road um, affects the, the decisions about like this life change that we're about to, um, that we're about to make. And so, mm -hmm. I think that just like, <laughs> it's so funny to just think about how, yeah, like even that itself changes, right? The, those, mm -hmm. um, the way that we approach those types of things, but how do you, um, I guess now talking, talking like now, now that you like what you've learned, um, like thinking, thinking of like a, a time when you had like a drastic change or like a big move, um, like, but th those feelings inside, right? Mm. Be before you made that decision, or even while you were making that decision, like, what were they? And then how did you like, get through those, uh, mm -hmm. those uh, emotions? Um, I guess I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go back to when I changed my previous job, maybe like four, one, four years ago, to this new job, right? Yeah. And I, I've talked about this before where, you know, I started getting these feelings where it's like, I don't think this is the right place for me. Mm. Um, starting to feel a little toxic. I, and I think um, just getting cues of what didn't feel right for me. This And this goes with like, when you, when is it, when do I know it's time for a change? Right. And mm. this is just one aspect of it where I know that this part of my life that takes up eight hours of my day, almost every day is negatively impacting. Right. So I had to start self-reflecting like, is this the, is this the right place for me? Am I going to wait till it gets better? Am I going to wait to see if I can eventually adapt to this? Or am mm -hmm. I taking this home with me? Is it now impacting the people I love around me? Uh, what is it doing to my health? So I do a lot of, a mm -hmm. uh, lot of uh, self-reflection, a lot of assessment on um, what is this doing for me in the moment? And how is this going to look a couple like days, months, years from now? Mm. Um, and then me talking to people who uh, I'm very close to, like obviously my wife who was with my girlfriend at the time talking to my family members about this yeah. um just getting their their perspective on it because in my mind was that okay if i leave what does that mean for for work right do i look for a new job first and then leave and if i do mm. leave you know i have a pretty good position here am i got the star all over you know what i mean you know just mm. proving myself am i gonna yeah. have to find something with equivalent pay am i willing to take a pay cut on this a lot of different factors right but i think um not just speaking with everybody and 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 um the self-reflection just writing down like what are the pros and cons of me staying mm -hmm. what are what are the con what's gonna what are the good things of me staying what are the bad things but what are the good things or bad things if i leave does that help and with like the emotion of things i think so because yeah it does for me um instead of letting emotion drive it it's more like Cognitive, the cognitive sense like how mm. the thought process of it right yeah not letting emotions take over your decision making but more reasoning you know yeah critical thinking let's um what is what are my options right because i think yeah. as you as when you're in bad situations like that you, you kind of feel cornered but when you start realizing there's options out there for you you start like feeling a little more hopeful like yeah i'm i, I can either if this situation isn't working out, I can find a better opportunity for me. Right. And then you start getting that motivation. Okay. I'm going to start looking, you know, I'm going to start looking what, what else is out there. What are, what else yeah. is better? You know, and then you start mm -hmm. applying and then you start, you know, trying to reach out to people that, you know, who are out in the industry that you want to work in. 
Um, but that's my pro that's my process of it, I think. Mm, nice. Um, of course, just again thinking more down the line. Like if I leave, what does that mean for um me financially? What does it mean for those around me? And 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 yeah. um uh, if I support anybody at the time when I when I left, I was not married yet, still living at home too, but knew that I still had some bills to pay. Um if I want to get married pretty soon. So yeah. what does that mean to me financially? So yeah, like that's that. that's my that was my my thought process. I I guess let me compare that to the dental hygiene decision I made yeah you know? I, well I think the difference is that I had a lot more time to think about this mm -hmm. job change because I was already I already had a job now it's just a matter of fact of me taking care of myself and health wise because it was impacting me um with my mental health but with that the other decision just making that I think I, I kind of followed the same steps but there was so much more unknown with the dental hygiene part because I had to decide so what's next yeah you know, yeah this later decision was like well i have options now so i can i can move on to that you know? well maybe that's like the thing though it's not because maybe like after the your dental hygienist decision right you you had options maybe you just weren't thinking about them mm, but but now that's a good point you yeah. know like you now that's mm. like part of your active process when evaluating changes right mm -hmm. and so like that's like dude that just illustrates that growth of the of your the mindset too man like i, I love that's a good that point i love that that's that's huge that is really, really that, that's that's big because not i mean again and i think and i the reason why i like was thinking about that was because i was just like asking like so then what like what causes you to or what causes me right to to feel that feeling of like fear of unknown right it's because you haven't evaluated all the options but mm. once you once you do and you realize okay yeah i have choices i have options i have there's alternatives here then it's like so much more comforting, right? Mm -hmm, then, then it's mm -hmm. like, then it goes back to like what I was talking about earlier, right? It's like, oh, like this is like an exploration now. Like mm. I, I can like see what am I going to discover? You know, it's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it kind of, yeah. Like, whoa, I was like, like in the, mo <laughs> in the moment analysis of that whole previous conversation. Is that, is that like what you're saying that the difference between how you made decision like around college time to now making a decision of this fellowship, I guess, where like you just, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, um, just evaluating. I mean, I had options, right? Like during that time with uh college, you know, I had um, I could have gone there. Was, I was like mainly picking between three of my the, my top schools. I just didn't know which one of the three that I wanted to go to. So there was like there's a sense of options there, um, but like again, it was more so like fearful because like I wasn't thinking that far ahead. You know, and I wasn't like, okay, what are the options even after I get in, right? What are the what are the what are the things that are gonna happen like a couple years down the road, four years after graduation? You know, like what does that even look like? I don't even think mm -hmm. I was even thinking about that kind of stuff. I, I had like a broad like understanding of like, oh yeah, like maybe I want to like go to med school or something like that, or maybe I want to I don't know start working or whatever. But it was never like clear cut like what the outcome was gonna be, and so maybe that like. um the the ambiguity of that made it more unknown you know what i mean mm -hmm. and so that i think contributes to that like emotion of like fear and, and mm -hmm. the nerves you know yeah i mean if you can kind of i mean you you made this recent decision that's going to make a big change in you and kimmy's life as far as you you know uh accepting the fellowship and yeah um now you're gonna have to move somewhere that's still pretty close by but still another move i mean yeah. like 
just to add perspective, you have a house where you are now, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it kind of seems like you, you, you made a great group of friends there too, but now there's going to be another move. So how did you make the decision to pursue the fellowship? Yeah. What's, what's interesting is that, um, I, uh, and, and like, I, I'm just going back to like the conversations that like Kimmy and I have had. Um, and what the interesting part is that the choice to like go to this particular fellowship is because it limited the amount of change that's going to happen. Mm, right. That yeah. 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 Let me, let, yeah. Let me like kind of deep dive into that. Right. So the fellowship itself is going to change, right? Like my job is going to change. My role is going to change. Like the patients that I see, they're all going to change, but there's a difference between choosing a fellowship that will take me to, for example, Seattle or Texas or um, New York or Florida mm -hmm. versus staying more like local to the DMV right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Staying here kind of around like the DC, Baltimore, Virginia, Maryland area, right? So it was almost as if like, yeah, like I already expected this like change was going to happen, but then how do I limit that amount of change? So mm. I, I limit it by like not moving halfway across the country, you know, by not, um, because that allows me to like continue to keep this, uh, like the circle of, of friends that I we've made here, like the, the family that we've made here, the, the responsibilities that we've, um, you know, had here, right. We get to keep a lot of those things. And so those things actually don't change. So it was mm -hmm. like making this like decision about change, but also limiting the amount of change that happens with this decision. So it's like, it's very, very interesting dynamic. And again, it's like, that's also thinking like farther ahead. Right. Mm -hmm. Thinking like, what does that look like in the next year, three years, five years, 10 years? Um, and so, again, it's such an interesting like evaluation process that it's just like grown to be that. Um, yeah. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. No, it does. It does. Okay. Okay. I, and I guess my follow up question to that is like, if if you didn't pursue the fellowship, because you can kind of like stop now. right? Yes. Like yeah. Just kind of practice how you are now. But, but how do you I guess what what would that like? Um, what's <laughs> Uh, multiverse david looks like if he did so, <laughs> like how did you not choose that version of dr yeah. strange or whatever, you know? <laughs> uh that's a good question um it's so this is gonna add like a whole nother like layer i think of like my evaluation process um with regards to like big decisions or big changes like this um I've thought more of, um, and I'm just trying to think about like, what's the best way to like articulate this. Um, what you, you mentioned before, like, who do you talk to about um, these types of changes, right? And who, like, what kind of perspectives you get? And I think before, and then still now, I talk to people that like have made similar changes um, in their life, right? Um, similar decisions like what did they what did they decide and what did um like what was the outcome and like why did they decide this specific thing and um and because they've made a similar decision they've gone through a similar change as myself right mm -hmm. and um I used to do that a lot I think that was part of again part of that process and that still kind of is part of this process but the next layer there for me is instead and in not just asking people that have gone through a similar decision but talking to people and getting the perspective of people that have like the similar vision of the outcome that i want 
Mm. That's where the change is, or that's where the that shift is. Yes, I've asked, I've talked to people for perspective on someone that's maybe made the same fellowship decision, right? Mm. But now it's also adding in another layer of like talking to people that have actually had an outcome that I want um, in their life and that I want that for my life too. Mm, so that's, that's kind point. of, yeah. So that's kind of the, the different, that's like kind of the next layer for me, at least that's what it's been. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't, even, I didn't mention that either. But like, I only talk about talking to my wife or my yeah. parents or, or, or friends, but to talk, find somebody who has either made that same decision that you're about to make or someone who's even other that additional perspective of somebody who has that final outcome in life that you right. want, how they got there and how this is, this decision is going to impact that final outcome too. Right. Dang, right. That's crazy. Yeah. That's man. crazy, man. Yeah. It's, I think it's, it changes things because, you know, like perspective is, is, is everything, you know, mm -hmm. and um, especially with, and th that also contributes to like the fear, right. The, why we're, why we get, or at least for me, why I get so, I was so scared because I didn't know. But then when someone could say like, okay, like I've made a decision like this before and this is what happened. Okay. Then you kind of know a little bit more, you have more information, mm -hmm. but then adding to that, it's like, oh, well, I mean, I haven't made that decision per se, but if you want to be in the position that I'm at, maybe this decision will help you get there, or maybe this decision won't help you get there. And understanding mm -hmm. that perspective also, I think both of those two, th those two things are really, really valuable when evaluating that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously this is, a, this is an awesome talk. Wanna, <laughs> Seriously, I'm, bro. <laughs> just round this out before we get like too long. Cause I feel like we're going to jump onto like another topic and change. So before we, before we end, What's like any last and last words from this topic, like for anybody who's kind of going through this, this decision making process too, and who's about to embark on a change in their life that might, you know, shift whichever road they're, they're going to take. Yeah. I think um, one thing that I would advise my like younger self would be, um, man, that's so, it's such a hard question. Like, yeah. It is. It would be. Uh, I would. It would say to be like to trust myself. First mm -hmm. thing, trust my, trust myself. But that you know, like, um, man, I don't even know. That's like that's such a that's such a cop out answer. <laughs> you go no, first. I, I think that's that's a good answer because I was gonna say like something very similar where it's like trust your gut, man. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Like trust yourself, trust your gut, trust your instinct. What, what, I asked you a question because you're a doctor. I said, don't we have yeah. like neurons from the gut that go to the brain? Like, is, isn't that like a, a science thing? <laughs> That's a science thing. That's like physio. Is that physio? Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. But really just yeah. trust your instinct because yeah. it sounds like, I mean, obviously you have to do an assessment. You have to gather as much information like as you can. But in the end, when you make a decision, you are listening to like an instinct, like, to, and so. I don't want to sound technical, but you're listening to your heart, not just your mind too. You know, your mind collects information, but at the end of the day, something in you is telling you to make this decision. And if it happens to be the wrong decision at the time or afterwards, after, you know, like it's time to make another decision, just keep moving. You Bro, I mean? you, you just, you filled in the gap for me. That, that was it right there. That was it. Mm. That, so I was, you were, you helped me get there. You, you helped me, you literally, <laughs> you literally just helped me get there. Right. So yes. Um, trust yourself to make the decision. Right. Um, and the part that I didn't have, the missing piece that you literally just gave me was that um, that decision is going to create an experience, right? Mm, and yes. you have to learn from that experience. That's what I was like. Yeah, you just bridged that gap for me. And the thing is, like, um, who said that? Um, John T. Maxwell, right? 
Mm. He said, like, experience is not the best teacher. Evaluated experience is the best teacher. Mm. And so, like, when you make that decision, right, that you were just talking about, that's going to give you an experience. But then you evaluate that experience and you evaluate that decision. You evaluate that change. And then you learn from that. Like, that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's it right there, bro. It's not just having experiences, making sure you learn from it. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yes. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. Damn, this is such a good talk, bro. <laughs> I know. We should continue, we'll continue the series. As well. Oh, dude. Yeah. Decision making and just evaluation. I think we, uh, like, we had, um, you know, our Kuya Mikey, um, excuse me, Michael Domini on the episode. Michael. <laughs> who, who shared his experience. I mean, I think that's ex- of someone going through the process so yeah. hopefully we'll have more guests for you all to hear of people who made different changes in their life oh man this dude i love i love talking to you man same same man <laughs> <laughs>